Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and this morning, this episode is dedicated to one of my author people who messaged me and said, so, what do I do about an author website? (laughs) Wow, this one is a big topic, guys, and I will say that I am not a graphic designer. I do not have a design eye, per se. I just like certain things like butterflies or the color purple. Um, You could go to my website and you may see like, wow, Jen's not the one to give us advice because her website has everything under the sun in it. But remember, got to start somewhere and you can always edit, adapt, and upgrade and change and do all of that good stuff. And so I'm saying that just for you to know that I'm not claiming to be a website development expert. I'm just saying I've had um, a functional website for quite a while. And so let's talk about what do you need from a website? What do you need your website to do for you? So this is not one about Google Analytics and all of that, checking your traffic. If you want all of that fancy knowledge, guys, it's out there for you on YouTube. In fact, we have an expert in our WWJs, and she actually led us through one of the, one of the working sessions back last year about websites and what to consider when building your websites and she does talk about all of that kind of fancy stuff that I'm not even going to touch with a 10-foot pole okay so her name is Ann Delview she's a YA and middle grade author and she's also a blogger and an advocate for mental health if you would go to the YouTube channel for the WWJs, the Writing Warriors for Jesus, and look at our playlist, you can see our working sessions playlist. And that was the first place that I directed um, the person to that contacted me. I said, you know, here's the link to this playlist. Go check it out. Because if your publisher is talking to you right now about, you know, why don't you have a website yet and you need one, 
they're also going to be talking to you about book launches soon. So why don't you watch the one that Michelle and I did <laughs> on book launches where we shared everything under the sun that we were working on at the time to get ready for our book launches. And I'm about to hit into that mode again with the Sunday Killer. So you're going to hear things like websites and media kits and contacting uh, reviewers and arcs again. It's just a process that we go through. And with Jen Lowry Writes, this podcast is not only here to share other stories and interviews to help you guys when you reach out to me and hook you up, but it's also for me to chronicle my journey and the changes and what I'm learning along the way. And so when I learn something new, I'm going to share it. So, here we go. We're talking about websites. So, first I've given you the resource that you can go and watch the video where all of us WWJs are talking. Now, what was really cool about my Patreon group is that we critiqued each other's websites behind the scenes. So, I will ask you now to find a dedicated critique partner that can actually give you advice about your website as you are working it. So contact someone that you know will give it to you straight. So my WWJs are there to support one another, but they're also there to champion each other and make sure that, you know, they give solid critique to improve us, me, them, all of us. And we work together that way. And we're very straightforward when it comes to, okay, maybe you should consider this, that, and the other. (laughs) Um, So that was extremely helpful to me. Another thing that is very helpful when you are developing a website is for you to go out and look at other author models of what their websites look like, especially if you are genre specific. So I don't have that issue. I am a multi-genre author, so I've got mess all over the place. So when you hit my website, it is messy. So when you go to my books, my friend Tish, she was like, look, you need to categorize them by the different ages that you've got for the target populations for your readers. She was brilliant. I didn't have it like that before. I just had all my books on a scroll, scrolling across. So I set it all up to where you could click into the different worlds. Um, those are going to be completely adapted and changed soon because I got to add more to them. I've got to um, add some new private pages, um, and I'll be talking a lot about that. I'm going to be developing more on my website, so it is going to get a little bit more messier probably, but there's just going to be a lot there. So, one, you get a critique partner. You know, two, you look at models of what other people have within your genre. So, if you write fantasy, here's what I would suggest you do. You're going, hopefully, this is a step in the monarch method anyway, that I'm going to challenge you to do. Um, The first, you know, point of business is to research, right? So when you're researching and you're looking up the top 10 fantasy authors in your specific population for your readers, you make a list of your top 10. You're not just doing that to get you know, you're reading up and understand the genre and comparable titles and all of that and following them on social media. 
but you're also on their websites, okay? So that's going to be discussed further when I do my trainings with the Monarch Method, but that one is critical for you to understand the way that the genre works. How is it functioning out there in the world? What are the aesthetics? You know, what are the fonts looking like and the color palettes and the way that it's set up? Does it appeal to you? So you can create yourself a little checklist when you are researching. And the Monarch Method is going to have those checklists already in there for you in case you're like, no, I'm not creating anything. That you can keep up with your research at a one-stop place. But I will tell you guys right away that modeling is key. So go out there and look at model websites. That's what I spent time doing. But I was looking at people like Karen Kingsbury and um, moving all through different genres. My, when you get to my website, it needs to have like a gin feel because gin is different, okay? I'm unique when it comes to writing for K-12 audiences and for adult audience and nonfiction, great day, and poetry. <laughs> I just honored the blank page. So, yes, I am a little unique. However, if I were smart, not only would I take my friend's suggestion, so Tish in the WWJs gave me the, you know, direction fix it up, separate everything. Now, I need the separate pages that take people into the worlds. So, if it is for picture books, take them into that private page or that separate page that doesn't have to be linked on the top. So, um, when you're setting up your website, think about what needs to be up at the top in your headers, okay? And you need to can be simple to begin with. Build it, okay? Get simple to begin with. You can always go in and edit and add a new tab, guys. It ain't like it's hard. It really isn't. If it was hard, I wouldn't even be able to do the mess to begin with. Now, there are certain platforms that are easier to navigate than others. I will be honest. And I am not here to do a critique between these platforms. I will tell you the ones that the WWJ uses. These are from the different members and we all have our own personal preference. So we have WWJ members that love the WordPress website. We have some that use the Wix website. Squarespace is very popular within the group. And then I use GoDaddy. And I'm the only one that has that one. But I love it. So you're going to hear me not only just say, look, GoDaddy's my place. I love it. I've been using it for a while. And it's easy for me. I know the buttons. I know what to do. I don't want to ever change. I want to keep my GoDaddy as long as I've got an author account that is mine. Now, if I hit like some big pinnacle in my life where I can hire a publicist and I can hire designers and all of that and they say, look, we want to use XYZ. 
of course, you know, if, if my life hits that and it turns over to a company and I use with the use. But right now, because I'm very small, I love my GoDaddy piece that I can do. That's my junk, y'all. I can figure it out. So I've given you a list of ones that are um, popular within my writing group. You can go out and do a pros and a cons. You can check them all out and see see what the domain names cost see what um their plans are check to see what features they offer check to see what happens when the year is up that's important okay and so go out and investigate those things it's a part of the research process so you've got your domain name you got your website platform you've got a critique person ready in the wings that when you're going to start developing this thing you're going to be sending it out you've got top 10 list of authors that are extremely popular in your genre that are well-known authors that if you said fantasy or if you said sci-fi who would those people come to my who would they be who would be something that everybody would know and so you're looking at their websites so that way you can get that model feel because i bet you they got people building their junk um i could be wrong that's why you know i'm not calling out people's names but they probably got fancy people in their team that are working on their stuff that they've outsourced all of this stuff to so look at those look at those models what do they have on their websites for readers how are they engaging with their readers and then subscribe to their newsletters so that is a place where you want to really hone in on your website at first i had it where it wasn't visible um i like my little pop-up that welcomes people it's like the door i'm so blessed to have you here and when they click into the okay they see my little welcome message then it goes to the subscribe button that simple change guys just that simple one was very like a power button for me because it allowed my newsletters to grow my mailing list to grow and I just didn't have a very strong mailing list at the beginning, but it was because I wasn't making it easy for people to sign up for my mailing list for my newsletters. So make sure that that's one of the first things that you do is you learn how to either do a pop-up or you do the subscribe and you get that set up and functioning and you fix out your contact form too. The contact form is really important on a website. So make sure that that is the next thing that you do because that could be a place where if somebody does find you and they say, oh, we want you to present at our school, for example, this happened to me, we would love for you to be at our parent night. And so they got me through that contact form. When a university found me and wanted to do an article on me, I'm like, wow, they went to my website and it populated through my form. So that's something that I'm really encouraging you to do. So the first thing is to build your subscriber newsletter type box. The second thing is for you to fix your contact form. And then you can do, you know, your books with your links. You can do your author pick 
put your bio up there, put fun things about you. You can have um, links to all your other social media. So those widgets are very easy to add. So you would be putting in, you know, your Instagram icon um, with, and, and these usually are already there. Like they're already pre-made buttons. It's not like you got to go out there and build stuff. It's like link your social media. I'm speaking for GoDaddy anyway. And then you, you put your links in there, y'all. Pretty easy. Okay, pretty easy. So build yourself a base, okay? Don't stress out too much. You've got preset templates. If somebody said, well, you know, did you go in and have to design your templates and all of that? No, I just picked a basic template, a basic one because I like the certain font, and then it carries throughout. The font carries throughout. If you put links, when you are working with links, just make sure that you don't take the link and cover it up and say click here, but it doesn't have the address showing. You really need to keep that address showing because that way, when people are using screen readers, they can see, they can hear it. They can hear that um, email address too. Just make sure that you are also being aware that if you are putting pictures up there, you need to add the captions. And so I'm speaking from GoDaddy because that's what I know. But every time that I add an image, then it's asking me in the right-hand corner to go ahead and give a description of that image. Make sure you do that, even if you just put author picture, book cover of the sun killer, you know, whatever it is, just do a really quick description of that. So make sure that you are labeling every single picture that you put on there. So you've got a base, you got your website up, now you can start advertising your website after you've went through a critique review with one of your partners, one of your friends, maybe a family member, maybe even one of your kids. Man, my kids are like top notch when it comes to telling me some truth and they will give it to me straight. No, I do not like that. No, that is way too. No, please stop. You're too much. <laughs> and so sometimes I do tend to go overboard in my brain. But those of you that know me kind of are like, yeah, that's Jen. So if my website might be a little overboard, then that's just a part of my personality. So when people kind of see it, they may go, wow, that woman, she's working on this thing. But they might also say, well, she didn't really keep it up to date the way she should have. And I noticed it in February when I had Love Over Pizza come out and I had not even went in and made the pre-order announcement or that the, the book was even being, you know, that I was even working on it. So that's when I was like, ooh, I got to get better at scheduling a monthly checkup. So I want you to imagine your website as your home. If you don't clean your home after one month and you don't sweep it or vacuum or um, take care of your countertops and your dishes, well, we already understand what's going to happen after a month. 
you're going to have a stinky, smelly, dirty-looking place, and it's going to mess up your mental health living in all of that, too. So I would suggest that not only do you keep your house clean so you feel good, but you also keep your home clean. Your website is like your home. So every month now, I've got a, I've got a date set where I want to make sure that my website is looking sharp. And it's on the day that I get paid every month because there's something about payday. You're feeling a little better about going in and doing a hard task or a task that you just might not be the best at. I am not a graphic designer. So when it comes to website design, I may not have that eye for it. However, it's functional and it's easy for me in the platform that I use. And so what am I looking for? I'm looking for practicality and function and ease. So that's why GoDaddy works for me. But when people go to my website and they look at it, can they reach out to me? Can they sign up to my newsletter? Can they see what I'm working on? Have, am I keeping up with the announcements on there? And so that is something that I need to do better at, the announcements. I, haven't, I don't think I've even went in and said, hey, I got a publishing deal and Sunday Killer is going to be published by traditional publisher. I don't even think I did that. And so there's a, there again, that's why the last day of the month is really critical for me with my website review. So in my calendar, you know, I've got it sitting right there that says, check your website. Just like in my business world, for my own personal accountability, every month I have a date set up, organize your billing, organize for taxes. So that way at the end of the year, I'm not scrambling creating spreadsheets. My spreadsheets are updated month by month. So I will tell you guys, it's important that you keep a regular schedule so that way you don't forget because I forgot and I was going to go present at this conference and one of the bullet points on my Google slide actually said, update your website regularly. And I was like, oh, let me go check my website. And I went, I was like, oh, snap. So there you go. I was like caught and I was like, man, I, I got too overwhelmed with everything else. And so just like we schedule dentist appointments and car maintenance, let's do that. Even if you do it once a quarter, okay, a lot of people work quarter by quarter in this author world. They do a four year check up on all of their you know, sites, keep all their banners updated and fresh and all of that one per quarter. I'm doing mine now once a month. I already fixed mine for February, and, I've, and I know by the end of March, that date is on my calendar for it to be done. So it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to get done on payday. It just means that that's my deadline. So if I have a little pocket of time, I can hop into that website and maybe, you know, add a new announcement or put a new picture up or put a little video up. I do want to do more of that, making short little videos 
that I can add to the website that people can click on and listen to me because they may not know that I'm a podcaster or a YouTuber. So, for example, when the person reached out to me and asked me, could I help them with their website? I was like, oh, did you know that we've got this channel? And did you know I've also got a channel and I've done some website stuff before on my channel? And they haven't subscribed to my channel. They don't know how to go back through and look for, you know, find me. And I'm like, guys, that's the thing. I want people to know the things that I do. So, if it's not on my website... And then they're reaching out to me, you know, then I had to go back in. I had to go to the playlist. I had to find the links and I sent everything to this person. But it would be really cool if I had a way that I was known when people say Jen Lowry writes, they know I'm a podcaster, but they also know that I'm doing tutorials on YouTube over on my Jen Lowry writes everyday mom challenge channel. So, and then we've got the working sessions with the WWJs. So, at Jesus Writing for Facebook, you know, we've got events coming up. We've got conferences coming up. So, it's important that, you know, the word gets out there that we do compile tons of resources within the Writing Warriors for Jesus. And we all have a certain expertise that we bring to the table. So, with all of our combined forces, we've got a very... Um, impactful writing group that is not only there to pray for one another, but to support one another. And so when I also said, you know, consider, you know, joining the WWJs, because I know that this person is a Christian, I was like, do you want to join this Christian author group that I've got? You know, they didn't jump on that, and that's fine. Um, But just know that resources are out there. They can help you. And writing groups can be a way that you can find critique people right there to give you advice. So speaking of advice, yesterday I built some potential book covers. You guys know that's a part of the Monarch Method, a way that I like to process with image. At the very beginning of my work, with between the first and the second chapters, I'm usually building the book cover. Well, I'm about to announce my nano project. So I wanted a cover, a placeholder to stick there. So I started playing around with images and Pixabay and getting some free commercial use stuff and um, building some book covers on Canva. And I shared them out within my writing group. And I was like, what do you guys think? And I had different opinions and ideas. And, oh, try the computer and a butterfly. Oh, try a pen and a butterfly. Oh, why don't you look at this other angle? Um, Which was great because I hadn't thought about any of those things. And so when you are, you know, with a critique group, a writing group, it's from beginning to end. It's from cover to betas to support, to promotion, to sharing, to events, to all the way down to, you know, critique my website, follow me on social media, check out my social media, let's do an audit. So I would really suggest that you find yourself a great writing group, or at least find yourself one other person. They don't even have to write in the same genre as you. But they need to be kind of in this world with you. It's really great to have an author friend that you can relate to. 
So I would ask you for you to pray over that too while you're developing all of your website stuff. So your website is your home. And I'm sorry that I'm not the best decorator, even of my own personal home. I don't have all that fancy welcome signs and the pretty tractors that have the flowers in it and a reef on my door. I just don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't. Do I see homes like that and say, oh, wow, that's beautiful? Of course I do. But I know me. I'm all about function. There's my door. I open it and I go in. I'm home. And it, it serves its purpose. I cook. I sleep. I spend time with my kids. I homeschool my kids. I'm there you know, watching Resident Alien with my husband. You get where I'm going with this, right? Like, for me, my world is functional. If you are about the pretty and you're the design person, you know, share out your websites with me and say, look at my pretty that I made. And then if you are functional like me, share out that one and say, look at this functional site. And I can go through it too. Um, and I can try to check you out and I can subscribe to your newsletter and I can get on there and say, oh, you know, you forgot the contact form. Remember I said newsletter pop-up, contact form. And yeah, you're going to laugh. You're going to say, wait, she's making me do a newsletter pop-up? That means I've got to get a newsletter? Yes, it does. And I've done audio on that, and I've done video on that. You guys can find it. It's really important to have your mailing list, but that's a whole separate thing, okay? <laughs> but you really need to just go ahead and build it while you're going, because that's one of the two biggest functions of a website. And then it's your book page, and it's your announcements, and bio, and picture, and what all your social media links and you get that basic thing going you can always go in and do k-12 resources for educators later you can always go in and start up your book club and you get my drift build the basics make it kind of like genre specific if that's what you are and then you know move forward so guys i hope that you have a wonderful day happy friday for those of you who are listening in real time if you've not subscribed why not? Go ahead and subscribe. If you feel led to support this podcast, I would so love it that you would prayerfully consider to do that because every support donation that I get turns right back into my author life, goes right back and pours into my business so I can continue to do this life. All right, guys, um, I will talk with you guys later. Bye. The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22nd, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus writing conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day. All sessions will be live from YouTube and Facebook. You don't have to register to attend, but registration allows the Writing Warriors for Jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information. You can follow us at Jesus Writing on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news. Hope to see you there.
Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.